So we pick up uh, towards the bottom of, of Duff 42, uh, that's Membet Amud Bet, and Tanu uh, Rabbanan, we learned, uh, and uh, we're talking here, uh, again, we go back into the Pesukim uh, of, uh, um, uh, in Parashat Mishpatim, uh, chapter 21, verses 28 and verse 29, I'll just quote them outside, so we have an idea of what's go- what goes on. Uh, it says, verse 28, Ki uh, it ish or it isha, if, uh, if an ox gores a man or woman, vamate. Uh, and uh, he uh, and and that ox uh, and the, and the and the man dies. Okay, we've had that. Uh, we you definitely stone the ox. You're not allowed to eat its flesh. Okay, so it talks about uh, killing uh, when it talks about goring a man or woman and they die. Right, so that's it. And uh, as we explained uh, at length uh, yesterday and the, even the day before. Okay, however, verse 29. Um, uh, so what happens is if the ox was a goring ox from yesterday and the day before, uh, there's the number of times it's needed to become a muad, and the owners were warned, uh, and, the, and the owners never got a vermit, uh, and then it goes along and kills a man or woman. Uh, it says the ox should be uh, killed and the owners uh, should be put to death. Okay, so being put to death doesn't mean that. It means they need a kapora, uh, etc. And that is uh, the kofar payment. Uh, and that's, uh, that's what it talks about in the next verse, uh, verse 30. Uh, it says, uh, it says, im kofir, you shut alive. If you give a person a kofir, uh, and a kofir is placed upon him, this atonement payment, uh, or this, uh, uh, you know, th- that type of, you know, kofir is kapara, as we said, so you, we assume it's a ransom, an atonement payment. Natan pidyon nafsho, kuchol you shut alive. Anything that is put upon him. Okay, uh, those are the verses, uh, and we've, we've seen them uh, quite a bit before. Anyway, uh, so now we just uh, expound. Uh, uh, the, the, and contrast uh, those verses. Vamit uh, or It says if a man, if an ox kills a man or woman, you have to stone the ox. Amar Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva says ki ma ba ze lelamdenus. What does this verse come to teach us? Im lechayev ala isha or keish. If it comes along to teach us why a man and a woman, uh, if you to say that uh, it compares a woman to a man, uh, so that uh, uh, the, the ox is liable. Uh, for killing a woman the same as a man uh, but it says uh, the verse before uh, which we quoted that was verse 29 in chapter 21 this is verse 28 uh, it says if an ox gores or man uh, or a woman then the ox should be stunned okay so you know it's a man or woman so what's why why dafka in this uh, this next verse this verse 29 uh, you have to say man and woman Ella says Rabbi Akiva must be laka uh, it must be to compare a man to a woman. What is that about? No, what is the Kiddush with regard to a man? Uh, if, if the person uh, w- would, would get killed, uh, what, what happens is uh, the payment gets paid to his heirs, okay, uh, the people who inherit him. Uh, so too, with regard to a woman, uh, it says uh, the, 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 any uh, payment that's made is made uh, to her relatives and not uh, to her husband, okay? And, uh, and that's, uh, that's Rabbi Akiva's uh, understanding of that, okay? Uh, 
Rabbi Akiva lo lo yareit la baal? Is it is it really so? Does Rabbi Akiva hold that a husband doesn't inherit his wife? But we have Vatanya, uh, we have a brata uh, that says yarash ota uh, when it says he should inherit. Uh, it or her, Mikan Shabal Yoresh Etishto, Div Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva is on, on record saying that a man does inherit his wife. Uh, the husband does inherit. Uh, if his wife predeceases him, the husband uh, inherits uh, from his wife. So, uh, seemingly, you know, how, how do you understand it then? Amar uh, Lakish, Rosh Lakish says, listen, Lo Amar Ela Bekofer. What are we talking here? We're talking here uh, specifically about uh, that, that Kofer payment, that uh, ransom or atonement payment uh, that we have. Because it's only paid after death, uh, by definition, uh, then Vahavela uh, Raui, this is called uh, something that is Raui, uh, something that is prospective. Okay, that's uh, it's, it's something that's due to her. Uh, it's not actually uh, uh, due to the state uh, right now. I mean, it isn't considered necessarily uh, part of uh, of uh, uh, the estate currently it's only something that's going to be uh, got in future vainabal notel baroi kamuksak and uh, an husband, husband only inherits property uh, what's known as muksak uh, property that is definite and not property that is roi uh, that that should be uh, received but is no, uh, 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 not actually received uh, from an accounting perspective one would look at this uh, for example as uh, 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 you know different types of assets you get uh, a, a current asset uh, and 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 you get uh, um uh, and uh, i mean uh, you get uh, cash let's say let's maybe instead of saying asset but say, listen, let's say you've got cash uh, which is something that can be used immediately uh, and then you've got assets uh, that are defined as near cash uh, there's something that you'd have to uh, come and uh, uh, like a debtor etc there's no uh, uh, there's no you're not definitely going to collect uh, uh, from the data and therefore uh, it's, it's not the same as having actual cash. Right, so that is... Um uh, that's that, and uh, there's going to be a discussion about Roy and Muksak. But uh, so uh, Rabbi Akiva uh, would say, uh, husband uh, inherits his wife, but only with regard to Muksak, things that are definitely there, and not something that is uh, only prospective and going to maybe be there. And it says, Amatama, what is the reason? Amakra, uh, what is the, the reason for that? Uh, and it says, Right, quoting that verse, uh, verses 29. And 30, if you killed a man or woman, the ox is stoned and the owners should also be put to death. And then it says if you uh, put this uh, kofir upon him, then you have to give it whatever is given to him. That means that it's dependent on uh, where the ox is going to be stoned. And that obviously is only, um, uh, you know, uh, which says <coughs> uh, that uh, it only applies after the, the, the person dies. And that's, it, uh, as we said, by definition, uh, the kofir payment is only paid after uh, the, the 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 person dies uh, and nazikin uh, uh, with regard to damages uh, that, that doesn't doesn't a husband can't you look at it like damages uh, um, 
does Rabbi Akiva say that the damages are paid to heirs and not to a husband? Uh, does he say the same with damages? Maybe the coffer is one thing, but with regard to straight damages, Vatanya, Hika, Again, discussing what we had uh, yesterday. If a man hits a woman and she loses her children as a result of that, uh, what happens is, is that uh, the, if he, he gives uh, the, the pain and the damage directly to the woman uh, for for this, however, uh, the value of the of the the fetuses uh, he gives to the husband, uh, that uh, he, he the husband is considered to be essentially the owner uh, of uh, of those fetuses and uh, of the fetus, uh, and as a result, uh, he gives that to the husband. The pain, obviously, is the woman's. Uh, the pain and embarrassment and uh, you know the damage and all that he gives uh, to the woman. Uh, it says, uh, what happens if there is no husband, the husband is dead, uh, he gives it to his heirs, uh, okay, so, so the pe- people who inherit, his, uh, the husband, okay, his, his family. Uh, what happens if the woman is no longer alive? Not in it, uh, then the payment that's owed to her uh, goes to her. Is What happens if she was uh, a Canaanite uh, maid servant and then uh, she was uh, freed? Okay, and, uh, and and she died without children. Uh, they've got no relatives. They've got no heirs. Uh, it says or or she's a, a convert. And all of those cases, zacha. Uh, uh, you know, he 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 benefits uh, because there's no heirs to give it to, so the guy actually profits uh, essentially by by not having to um, pay uh, this amount because there are no heirs. But anyway, uh, in the bright it does say, uh, uh, you know, what what's uh, needed to her, uh, what she would have got during her lifetime, uh, goes to her heirs uh, and not uh, to her husband. Okay, uh, so, uh, so what are we talking about here? Amarava begrusha. So it must be talking about a grusha uh, in this center, in, in this instance. Uh, the woman was divorced, and because they're divorced, uh, now there's a split uh, between uh, him and her, uh, and therefore the husband does not obviously not inherit from her. That is why uh, we are talking about there. Uh, the the bright is is talking about uh, why uh, would but the money go to her is because now uh, because he the husband is no longer in the picture. So it's talking about a divorcee. Amri, the rabbis respond to that and say, Grusha Nami, Tiflog Vladot. If she's divorced, he will then she should get uh, the the uh, if, her, if she would <coughs> have um, uh, got hit in the stomach, could she miscarried? Uh, should it's hers uh, actually? It's her children uh, that she, and then she would have to get paid for that. The, it's not like that. Uh, her, her ex-husband has got anything to do with it anymore. Uh, why does her ex-husband? Um, uh, get that, and so Amarav Papa, uh, Amarav Papa answers. He says, "Hatura zikta demai vladot lebal." Really, from a Torah perspective, uh, the husband, uh, the the offspring, are seen. Uh, the, the money for the offspring uh, is given to the husband, even though he's not, uh, you know, afilu baale bznut. Even though he might not be a good husband, even though he might not be a present husband, even if he just had uh, one sort of relations uh, with her. Uh, Still, even though he's got no rights to a property, uh, the Torah gives him this, uh, these rights uh, to get the money uh, if she miscarries over there, and, and he is the father uh, of these uh, children.
or the miscarriage, uh, etc., and he is entitled uh, to the monetary thing. So it's like a, a quirk in the law. My time, what is the reason? Amakra, uh, the verse says, uh, alav baal haisha. Uh, It says, as the, as the husband or the woman should impose upon him, and therefore we see it's, a, it's a, uh, because it's written in the text like that, uh, the damages are not collected by the woman, but by the man who had uh, relations with her, even though, you know, baal haisha, baal haisha could mean the husband of the woman, also could mean the man who had relations, uh, if you have be'ila with a woman and made her pregnant, uh, and even if they were divorced, uh, and uh, in, in, in these kind of uh, uh, circumstances where it's not like a happy family, uh, even in those types of situations, uh, the, uh, the, the verse tells us that the husband uh, is the one that actually receives the payment, even though it might be strange in certain circumstances to think that way. Uh, okay, Venokma Laraba Kagon Shigava Maot Larav Nachman Hagon Shigavu Karka. Okay, we had a, a case, uh, you know, with. Um, where we said uh, that, uh, that, that that this works, and the, and the um, uh, the husband, you know, uh, it, it, we talked to, we said the case is a divorcee, you know, we answered, you know, what what is the uh, with with damages? Why does you know doesn't the, the husband uh, inherit the wife? Uh, and, uh, and and why do we have this uh, strange case? And we said, you know, roi kumuksak, etc. And 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 things like that. We had uh, you know a whole lot of discussion uh, about all of that. But uh, we have, uh, the question is now, uh, what about Rava and Rav Nachman? Uh, why do Rava and Rav Nachman uh, come along and uh, give this uh, strange answer? What, you would, what they could do is even easier answer. Go on, Shagavru, Maut. It could be, uh, why doesn't Rava talk about a case where they collected money uh, for the damage and pain? According to Rav Nachman, go on, Shagava, Kaka. So he says they should collect Kaka. What are we talking about here? Dama uh, Rava. Because uh, when uh, Rava says gavu karka yeshlo gavu maot ainlo. Really, what we're talking about here is again we're getting to the roi and muxak uh, case over there. Uh, what do we say? We say that uh, a, a property uh, that is seen as prospective uh, versus property that is definite. Uh, what is that? And uh, when it comes to a firstborn, uh, a firstborn, the rule is uh, that a firstborn child gets a double portion. However, he only gets uh, a, a first a portion in uh, pro- assets that are considered muxak, uh, definite uh, property owned by his father, and not property uh, that is only due to his father. Okay, so it has to be owned by him, muxak, and not just due to him. Uh, that's what's known as rai. Okay, so 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 now uh, in this situation, uh, the, the, how do we look at land? Rava says uh, you could collect. Uh, um, if uh, if people come along and collect, uh, uh, if there's land owing to them, he says uh, we look at that. Uh, if uh, the firstborn gets a double portion, uh, even if it's land uh, that is owing to Yeshlo, Gavumaut, if there's money to be collected, Ainlaw, uh, then the firstborn firstborn doesn't get a portion because he says once you've got land, uh, land is as if it's already in the uh, the, the late father's possession. Why? Uh, because of the fact that uh, there's a lien on land and it was ready, maybe even. Considered uh, his uh, even before he died, 
Uh, and then that's a similar type of idea we've had uh, with the ketubah that the woman is almost uh, has has rights on the property even before uh, the ketubah as as the ketubah is signed uh, she's almost got rights uh, to the land so the same thing here uh, with a creditor even though you're only going to be collecting land in future uh, the land is considered uh, muhzak uh, however if it's money uh, there's, you know, who says you're going to ever collect the money? That is Rabbi's view. Uh, and Rav Nachman, Amar, Rav Nachman's got the opposite view. It's a discussion, Baba Batra, uh, uh, where it talks about uh, inheritance in, 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 the, in, the, in the chapters, Yesh Nochlin, uh, the, the people inherit and they, they talk about these things. Anyway, Rav Nachman, Amar, Gavu uh, Maut, he says, uh, money, uh, you don't have a, um, uh, it, it, it's considered, um, uh, Rav Nachman says, money, uh, he's got a double portion, Yeshlo, uh, he's got a double portion uh, in the money. Okay, uh, it says, Gavimakarka uh, in law. It says, land, there's no, uh, you don't have a double portion. He says, money, money's easy. You get the money in, you get the money out, uh, etc. You gave money, you're going to get the money back. And uh, when it comes uh, to, to land, though, uh, it's going to be much harder uh, to extract the land. Okay, that's, uh, he had, you know, it's, it's uh, Rav Nachman says, listen, uh, the, the, when you give money, uh, you've got a, a right only to get money uh, in, uh, back in cash. But if it's land, it's, uh, it's, it's like uh, it's a longer process uh, and it's, it's maybe due to the father uh, and uh, you have to look at it that way as opposed to um, it's due to the, uh, the, the whole family as a, as, as a rule. Okay, so uh, that, that is that. So in other words, what's the question? Uh, why don't uh, Rabbi and Rav Nachman uh, come along and explain it differently? Why do you have to get to the whole complicated case about a divorcee? Why don't they just say, uh, it's like this. So, honey, Mili, Lenei, Marava, Alebed, Ravanan. No, uh, that, that statement is only talking about the people in the West, i.e. people in Eretz Israel, uh, and they say, like the rabbis who say, listen, a firstborn, uh, to the, uh, we, we limit uh, what the firstborn can collect to the extent that he doesn't get uh, any appreciation in the property uh, after the father's death. Uh, but when we're talking about, yeah, when we're talking about a divorcee, uh, we are talking karebi, uh, like, like Rebbe Udanasi. He says, listen, not only does the firstborn uh, get a double portion uh, in, 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 uh, in, in the father's property, even uh, property that uh, appreciates after uh, the father's death. So everything is, is compared, you know, to the father uh, and, uh, you know, even uh, it, it's money or land in both those cases. So we're not giving uh, that answer uh, according to Rebbe. We're just answering here according to Rebbe. So the fact is the husband uh, who would inherit, um, you know, damage for pain uh, given to his wife, that's why we had to force, uh, we're forced to say uh, that in this situation uh, the, the, the reason that the husband doesn't uh, get it uh, and uh, it goes to is uh, is because uh, she is divorced and that's why we have to explain that as well all right uh, next uh um rabbi shuman ben lakish rash lakish says as follows sure uh, what happens if uh, if an ox uh, kills a slave unintentionally we're talking here about a canaanite slave he kills him unintentionally uh, it says patur mishloshim shkalim he does not have to pay uh, the 30 shekel fine. Uh, it says, and uh, this is verse 32, uh, actually in uh, chapter 21, so we've moved on uh, to, uh, two verses here. Uh, in fact, actually, I suppose this is the, the next, uh, yeah, the two verses, good last time we quoted 
verse 30 about the atonement payment. Okay, so uh, this is verse 32, uh, and it says, he compares it uh, to the 30 shkalim uh, if the ox is stoned. If the ox uh, didn't do it on purpose, uh, then the ox is not stoned. And if the ox is not stoned, uh, then, uh, the, you know, it's, 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 it's linked one to the other. You only pay the 30 if the ox is stoned. If the ox is not stoned, uh, then you don't pay the 30. Cause man shashor beskila balim mashalem shloshim shkalim v'ayin ashor beskila ayin abalim mashalem shlosha shloshim shkalim. Okay, uh, just uh, reiterating uh, what we said outside. Uh, if the ox is going to be killed, uh, then. Um, the owner pays 30 shekels. Uh, if the ox is not liable to be killed, uh, then you don't pay 30 shekels. Okay, uh, that is that. And now, uh, that's Rosh Lakish. Amar Rabba. gives a similar type of derivation, uh, but instead he uh, adjusts it slightly. Shor Shemit Ben Chorin. He says instead of an ox uh, killing a slave, he's talking here about an ox killing a person. Shlobe uh, Kavana. It also does it unintentionally. Patur uh, Mikofer. He, he uh, is exempt. Uh, from paying uh, this ransom, this atonement payment, Shinemar, Varshor, Yisakel, Vagam, Balav, Yumat. That's back on verse 29 and 30. Uh, it says uh, the ox should be stoned and the owner uh, should be killed. Uh, and uh, we say it's not a killing, it's actually paying money. Uh, Kofi, Shatalav. And it says if you put this Kofi uh, payment upon him, uh, and he learns out the same type of derivation. Any time the ox is going to be stoned, the owner uh, has to pay a Kofi payment. However, if the ox is not stoned, which is in this case, because it did it unintentionally, uh, the owners uh, of the ox don't have to pay kofir. Okay, so uh, Reish Lakish and, and, and Rabba have similar ideas. Anyway, eight for buyer. Uh, so a buyer uh, challenges Rabba a vemit shor et ploni. It says uh, if a person comes along, there's a Mishnah in uh, Kutubot, uh, and, and and a person comes in and he admits he says my ox uh, killed uh, ploni, my ox killed this person, or shoro et ploni, or my ox killed the ox of so and so. What do we say? Harayze mishalem al piatzmo. You pay on the basis of your own admission. Now obviously uh, this can't therefore be talking about a fine. Uh, because uh, we have a principle which we've uh, seen quite a lot is that a person who admits responsibility uh, for for uh, for something uh, is exempt from paying a fine. Well, we discussed that earlier uh, um, uh, on in our Masechet where we, where we said, listen, uh, there's possibly the reason, conceptual reason for this maybe because we want to encourage a person to admit uh, to uh, to things that he did, to, to, to get atonement, uh, etc., and not to deny uh, things that he did. So maybe uh, we'd say, listen, uh, you don't have to pay. Uh, a fine uh, specifically if you go and admit. So in this case, uh, you are uh, doing Sarai Mishalem, Apiatmo, my live coffee. Surely here uh, it's talking about uh, where you would uh, be liable if you don't admit. Okay, and surely there's paying a coffee payment. Uh, so here we see uh, that a person 
the ox could be killed uh, for this, but the person would be exempt if he admits uh, to the kofir payment. Uh, so we see there's not a, 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 a relationship whereby only if the ox is killed does the owner pay kofir. Yeah, we'll find a case uh, that uh, the ox might be killed and the owner doesn't pay kofir because he admits it. And the Gomorrah answers law, damn him. No, it's talking about the monetary uh, value uh, of, uh, of the victim. So maybe you might, you might not have to pay uh, specifically a kofir payment, dafka, uh, but still. Uh, you've caused monetary damage uh, to the person you've and uh, and therefore uh, um, you know you've uh, to the person's heirs and you might have to pay uh, an amount equal uh, to that okay so uh, that is uh, uh, that's it so, uh, so so that is uh, th- that that buyer raised the question and the answer was given maybe it's talking about monetary payments uh, M. Damim E. Damim uh, says buyer. he says Emma uh, Sefer what about the last part of that Mishnah Hamid Shuri it Avdor Shaploni Eino Mishalem Al Piatzmo it says if the person admits uh, my ox killed uh, the slave Canaanite slave of that person he doesn't pay on the basis of his own admission uh, E. Damim Am I law? But uh, um, uh, if you would say that we're talking here uh, that you have to pay value, and we're not talking here about uh, a, a fine or something that that's put on a person, so why wouldn't you have to pay? Uh, because you know you, you just said, listen, I, I, if it's if it's monetary value that you have to pay, uh, then if you admit to something, well, then you do pay uh, monetary, uh, just a monetary uh, compensation, no fines, but you'd have to pay the monetary thing. Amale, uh, the answer would be. Uh, says Rabbi, uh, back to Abai, I could have come along and uh, said to you, listen, really the beginning part is talking about money and the last part is talking about a fine. Okay, I could have answered you that. Uh, but that's a bit of a, a forced answer, so I'm not going to give it to you. Uh, you know, law, I'm not going to give you uh, that. So really, really, we are both cases talking about the money. Uh, however, there is a difference between the two. Ben Chorim de Mishalayim Kofir. When it comes to an ox killing a free person, okay, uh, then uh, the the Ben Chorim, uh, you only you pay uh, the this atonement payment, the Kofir payment. Al pi you pay that on the basis of your own admission, uh, even though you've admitted. Okay, you still pay the Kofir payment. Vayikidami. Uh, there could be a situation uh, that you do do something, even though uh, normal. Normally we do we uh, don't have that. Heki uh, dami. So basically he says di atu sahade and sinu All Right. So how how could you have a payment where you uh, pay a kofir on your own admission? Normally we say a uh, kofir is 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 uh, if you admit uh, to this fine, which a kofir is, uh, then you wouldn't pay. Uh, such a as, as such a thing. So how how could you establish a case like that? Uh, so what happens is that you have witnesses that come and say, listen, uh, an ox killed this person uh, and you know so and so's ox killed uh, this person and we've got witnesses uh, to that so it's not like he can say you know and uh, oh it did it it's too late for this guy uh, to admit uh, this uh, it says the witnesses come in and say the lawyer done in time have we have we don't know if that's time or more obviously uh, with the time as we saw um, Two days ago, I think it was, uh, where we said, uh, uh, two days ago, uh, where we said, uh, <coughs> if it's a muad, if it's a tam, it doesn't pay anything. If it's a muad, it pays. So we don't know if it's a tam or a muad. Uh, Ama, Mare, uh, de muad, who, and the owner, 
uh, admits, he says, listen, the ox is a muad. Uh, therefore, it's kind of constructing it. The Mishalayim Kofir al-Piatmo. He's essentially paying Kofir, uh, this double payment, uh, on, on the basis of his own admission. Hecha Deleika Adem Mishalayim Damim. So we see that we could construct a case that uh, uh, Kofir uh, could be paid even though on your own admission uh, and therefore uh, we say listen here uh, you, we could therefore say at least uh, pay the monetary uh, value of uh, of this uh, um, person uh, on the basis of his own admission however uh, when it comes to a knas uh, of, of this evid, uh, it, uh, you don't pay uh, 30 shekels, uh, you know, uh, based on your own admission. Even if you construct a similar case, even if you come along and say, listen, the ox killed uh, the slave, I don't know if the ox is a tam uh, or a muad, it says, uh, and the master says Muadhu, and he says uh, it is a, uh, a definite thing. Law, Mishalem, Knas, Al Piatsmo. Then you don't pay the fine, uh, you know, on on your own admission, and that's you know that that just is uh, what it is because it's a proper fine. Uh, it's not like a kofir, which uh, it, you know it is. It, may be uh, similar to a fine but not not exactly a fine so this is a flat uh, fine you know there's no um, um, monetary uh, adjustment to just a simple uh, 30 shkalim as we uh, saw in the yesterday's daf and therefore in this case uh, where there are no witnesses you don't pay uh, even on the basis of the, the value of the victim so you know I, I can uh, make a distinction uh, between these two cases even though they sound similar they actually aren't similar Right, Mativ La Mativ Rav Shmuel by Rav Yitzchak Rav Shmuel by Rav Yitzchak comes along and he attacks it from another angle. Kol Chayv Ben Chorin Chayv Eved Ben Kofir Ben Vemita. He says, No, uh, I'm coming along. Don't don't make these subtle distinctions. He says, Listen, in uh, any time that you, if your ox would kill a free person, uh, you're liable for your ox killing a slave, uh, and and also uh, with regard to Kofir and Mita, etc. So therefore, uh, you know, so the Gomorrah says, uh, it sounds uh, from this brata that there's kofir uh, with a slave, and that's not true. Uh, there's no atonement payment for the slave. Yes, there's a 30 shkalim uh, payment, but there's not a kofir per se. So therefore, what are we talking about here? The brata surely uh, must be talking about uh, the value of the victim. Okay, so that goes against uh, Rabba's opinion, because the whole point of Rabba saying, listen, uh, if you're... Um, he drew a distinction uh, between, uh, again, just to, to reiterate uh, what, what we're trying to get to over here, it says the, uh, you know, the ox is stoned and the owner should be put to death. And therefore, if you put this kofir upon him, so that's what he said, uh, only if the ox is killed uh, would you have to pay uh, kofir, but if not, not. Uh, so, uh, so what he's saying is that uh, surely, uh, you know, that... Uh, and, uh, um, uh, um, and and also with regard to the slave, uh, sorry as well. We also said that, that that thing. If you know, if the ox is killed, uh, then you'd have to pay money for the slave. But if the ox is not killed, you don't have to pay money uh, for the slave. But here it would seem uh, that you do have to pay damim. Uh, so that is that. All right. So Ikad Amre. Uh, another version uh, of it uh, is as follows: Who motivla? Who mafarikla? And you can say, listen, he raised the question and then he answered it. Uh, that, that's it. And for Ikad Amre, Amalei Rabba. 
and a rabbi who 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 said uh, that uh, back to back and uh, to answer his question, uh, no, uh, this is what the bride is teaching. Call shechayev menchorin bekavana al piadim. Any time where the person would be liable uh, to pay. Uh, this kofir, uh, if you would kill a free person, uh, that's with kavana, uh, if the ox scored intentionally, uh, and it has uh, witnesses as well, uh, then uh, you know, kofir chayv evit knas, any time that you have to pay, uh, you know, but kavana tal, p kofir, you would have to pay kofir chayv evit knas, so then when um, uh, the, the, when it goes unintentionally, uh, I mean, knas, so then if it goes, sorry, intentionally, uh, then in the same situation, Situation, it would be liable uh, to pay uh, the 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 uh, slave uh, the fine for the slave. However, of course, ben Khorin shlobe kavana al piadim. But in any time uh, where uh, the ox, uh, where you'd be liable to pay uh, for the ox killing a, a free person, a free person, even though it would kill kill unintentionally, uh, you know, through uh, through witnesses, it says damim. Uh, then it would uh, you just have to pay a monetary value, uh, as as we saw. So even though you might not have to pay kofir because uh, it didn't unintentionally, uh, you might still have to pay damim. So too, he says, uh, even though it's unintentional, uh, you would still have to pay the monetary value, uh, a certain amount of monetary value uh, to uh, the slave as well. You know, so even though you don't pay uh, the value, the full value, you know, a certain amount of the slave when you own admission, uh, but you do pay. Uh, you know, it, uh, if the ox uh, does kill someone, still you have to pay uh, monetary value. Uh, so he amalei Rava. So Rava says to Rava, uh, he says, Yachi, if that is the case, uh, is sure, is uh, sure, kavana al piadim nishalem damim. If that is the case, uh, you know what happens if you ishor uh, is your fire shlobe kavana. So what happens about the following? Uh, talking about unintentional damage. Uh, what happens if you burn? Uh, someone unintentionally uh, with your fire uh, and if it's based on witnesses uh, then what happens is uh, you should have to pay Nishalem Damim uh, you'd have to also pay uh, the monetary case so maybe there's not uh, you know the idea that that he's coming along uh, and saying listen you know that um you know, if if you would have to pay, uh, just just to reiterate, uh, if you, you would have to pay uh, for the ox, you'd have to pay a kofir, uh, did intentionally, uh, then you'd have to pay money uh, for the slave. If it did it unintentionally, okay, uh, and you still would have to pay a monetary amount, even though that's not kofir per se, uh, a monetary amount. So so too, if it killed a slave, even unintentionally, you'd have to pay a monetary amount as well. So if even in unintentional things, you still have to pay a monetary amount, uh, even though it's not not the prescribed amounts or so too. That's what he's asking. Uh, if you have to pay the value of the victim, a certain amount of, of value, um, uh, even where you're exempt from kofir, well, what happens if you kill someone uh, through, through fire unintentionally? Uh, and, uh, and at least you should pay the value of the victim. Um, and it says, And how does Rava, uh, you know, Rava seems to be saying uh, that uh, we know that you don't pay it. And, and you know, surely that's a challenge. Uh, but he said, well, how does Rava know uh, that you don't pay uh, on the basis of that? Um, 
uh, if you would say uh, that he learns it out uh, from uh, a, uh, the Mishnah uh, that comes along on Duff 61 uh, that says uh, it says if you uh, have, a, uh, have uh, 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 this grain and you come along and there's a goat uh, tied, uh, tied to something right next to it and there's also a slave near, near it and uh, they both get burned uh, uh, then you not only have to pay for the grain, uh, you have to pay uh, for the goat as well. Uh, uh, it says, uh, If the Eved is tied uh, to the, 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 the stack of grain and he gets burned up and killed, uh, and, the, and the goat is nearby, uh, then uh, and the goat was next to it and they were burned, uh, and the goat gets burned with it as exempt from liability. So uh, surely what we, isn't this a case of unintentional uh, death and therefore you're not liable even for the value of the slave? The Gomorrah says, no, you can't understand it uh, like that. He says, hi, I'm a Rash Lakish. Rash Lakish has already, uh, already dealt with this uh, case before and we've already said uh, that once she hit it before because uh, you actually lit uh, the body of the slave himself and therefore the only reason, uh, the reason is, is that... Um, the, the, the stack of grain is an afterthought in this thing because this guy uh, shall ever because you've done uh, you've, uh, you've d- done damage directly to the slave uh, and you've killed him directly come uh, as we saw uh, in our discussions yesterday, in yesterday's stuff come uh, means you're liable for the death penalty uh, not just that you can say oh monetary amount and I don't pay uh, this and that no you, you're liable for death penalties that's why you're not liable uh, for monetary payments we're not talking here at all as any form of proof as that you know what happens if uh, you have to pay damage of something if you do it uh, unintentionally as well uh, therefore of Ella so we reject that Miha Detanya maybe it's from uh, the following brighter which we had back on Daf Yud Daf 10 there is a stringency with fire as opposed to a pit uh, fire uh, is um, warned, considered uh, with, with regard to consuming something that's fitting for it and something um, that's not fitting for it. We discussed uh, things that are flammable, uh, that is fit for it, but even things that aren't flammable, like stones and the like, uh, it, it, it's liable for that. Marsha ain't can bobor, as opposed to a pit, uh, because um, uh, we know that uh, only uh, animals are, are damaged when animals get damaged in a pit, uh, but not humans uh, and not uh, kalim and not vessels as well. Ella sheish mishalemet shelo bekvana damin mashein kain babor lo katani. The brata doesn't teach with regard to fire. You're liable to pay the value of the victim even if it was done unintentionally, uh, which is not the case with the pits, and it doesn't seem uh, to say that. It doesn't say it. I mean, it, it doesn't say that it could have said that. And therefore, surely that goes like Rava, uh, that um, you're not liable to pay if, you, if, uh, 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 if it's unintentional uh, and it kills someone. Valema Tanaf Shur. No, uh, you know, maybe just one of the things that was left out. Okay, we discussed back then on Dafyud, uh, we always have the principle of, uh, you know, uh, what else did he leave out if he left this out, etc. We answered this, uh, that, that question uh, back there on Dafyud. Uh, therefore, Ella, but uh, so we're not... Um, 
We, we said, well, maybe there were other things as well that he left out. Anyway, so we try again. Um, so really the question is, uh, as Rava said, because Rava was uh, unsure about the matter. He, was, he had a question. He said, listen, if someone burns someone else to death uh, with, the, with a fire, uh, is it, you know, even unintentionally, uh, do you pay uh, the value of that or don't you? pay the value of that. Uh, on the one hand, it's, it's one thing with regard to uh, the death caused by your ox. If it was unintentionally, uh, you pay a kofir. And you could say that if it's done unintentionally, you pay money. When it comes to your fire, uh, with death caused by the fire, even if it's uh, done uh, uh, you know, intentionally, uh, you don't pay kofir. Uh, uh, and, and so if it's done unintentionally you don't pay any monetary value or Dilma uh, that's one way to look at it or Dilma maybe look at Kevan or maybe you should look at the case where ox gored unintentionally even though you don't pay a kofir but at least you pay the value of the victim so too with fire even though uh, if your fire killed on purpose uh, you wouldn't have to pay the kofish lobekavana if it does it unintentionally. We would have to pay um, uh, the the value as well. And it says We're not sure which way it is, and we uh, don't uh, resolve uh, that question. Okay, and, uh, and 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 that's it. All right. So uh, uh, and then we're talking here. It's obviously that a person uh, is a free person. Obviously, if it was a slave and you killed a person's slave, well, then you'd have to pay uh, the the damage the same way as any other uh, property. We're talking here uh, that uh, that this is the uh, um, <coughs> we're talking here about a free person. Anyway, uh, but going uh, back on that, kiata of Dimi Amrav Yochanan Kofir Amato Malomar Im Kofir. So we we said you know you have to pay a kofir, why does it come along and says im kofir, if uh, uh, this kofir is given to him, what's that extra word im coming to you, kofir kofir we say the, the, the brata comes along and says, uh, it means you have to pay uh, this this um, uh, atonement payment, this uh, uh, ransom payment, uh, where, the, where the ox killed unintentionally, uh, the same way uh, as when it killed intentionally. Okay, so that seems to go against exactly what, what Robert said. Uh, Robert said, listen, uh, you'd only pay kofir if it does it uh, you know, in, intentionally and, the, and then the ox would be killed. Uh, but if the ox is not killed, not. Uh, so now, Amalai uh, Abai, so Abai says, listen, Ela uh, Miata, if that is the case, Eved Nami, uh, the same thing would, should apply to a slave. Matom Ulamar, Im Eved, because it says, Im uh, Eved, if, if uh, the ox uh, goes the slave, Lerobot, Eved, Shlobo Kavanak, Eved Bikvana. Surely we should make uh, that same type of thing where he kills it unintentionally, in the same way you should kill it in, intentionally uh, as well. Uh, so therefore we should compare the case, and the guy should be liable for uh, the, the payment. For he Tamahaki Nami, maybe you would say, in both cases, liable to the payment but uh, 
but we have a, a statement, Rash Lakish says, uh, that an ox kills a slave unintentionally, <coughs> the owner is exempt from paying 30 shkalim. Gavra uh, Gavra Karamit, you saying one person, uh, putting one person, literally throwing one person uh, against another person, uh, you know, that's it. Rash Lakish says that you are exempt. However, Rabbi Yochanan would hold uh, that you are liable. You know, Rash Lakish and uh, uh, Rabbi Yochanan, you know, had have many arguments. They were uh, brothers in law, uh, etc., but, uh, you know, the, and, and Chavrutas, and they had many arguments. Okay, so, Gyatar Ravin, I'm Rabbi Yochanan, Eved, Matsomodoma, Im Eved, Rabot, Eved, Shlubek Vanak, Eved, Bikvana. And we see that the opinion of Rabbi Yochanan is, uh, it says the ox. Uh, gores a slave, uh, gores slave, it says, ma im evet, if uh, the ox gores a slave, what's that extra if uh, coming to the robot, evet uh, shlobekhvana, so it comes along and, and teaches you where the ox uh, kills a slave unintentionally, evet bekhvana, it's the same as if it kills intentionally as well. Uh, it says Rash Lakish Nami Kamar Mida Evid Im Evid Lord Darish Kofe Im Kofe Nami Lord Darish. Well, you know, once we see that this is the case, uh, the same way that Rash Lakish doesn't distinguish between a slave and if a slave, uh, maybe he doesn't dash uh, out Kofe Im Kofe. You know, if it's an atonement, if it's an atonement uh, as well. Uh, why, you know, maybe maybe Rash Lakish uh, would be, uh, you know, ignore that. Uh, as well. Uh, therefore, Amalai, Evid, Im Evid, Lord Darish, Kofi, Im Kofi, Darish. No, uh, we say that uh, one thing you say if he doesn't interpret a slave uh, to Im, if a slave, Im, Im, uh, uh, this, uh, but uh, he does uh, distinguish between uh, Kofer and Im Kofer. Uh, what's the difference? Mashna. Uh, it says, Evid, Im Evid, Lord Tafar Makom Tashlumim. When it says slave and not a slave, uh, it's not written uh, where the payment is stated, but it's talking about a case if an ox kills a slave so that's why you say you know if the ox kills a normal person then if the ox kills a slave have a kofir im kofir but it says uh, this uh, um, atonement payment and uh, says if atonement that's written uh, uh, you know it's, it's we're talking about the liability for payment you could have just said you put this uh, this this kofir payment upon him so why do you say if uh, you put the payment uh, upon him it means uh, that there is um, if uh, leads itself to you know to to interpreting it differently uh you know even in a case uh, where it is unintentional as well all right that uh, we will leave it uh, there for the day everyone should have a great day